All right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, guys. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this Tuesday, September 1st, 2020. Happy September to you guys. We're starting off a new month. August is officially out of here, and fall is on its way. Um, one, uh, one thing before I continue on, I want to go ahead and talk real quick about the loss of Chad Bossman, um, the Black Panther, who sadly uh, died of colon cancer at the age of 43 on August 28th. Um, in case you guys didn't know, I mean, the only way you wouldn't know is if you've been living under a rock. Um, but that that has happened as of late. Um, of course, uh, we had two more passings as well. Um, so we, what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and we have a quick moment of silence. All right. So, what are we talking about this morning? Alpha male, alpha female, and beta. Now, when we hear those words, alpha, beta, we start to think about fraternities and sororities. Um, So, to put those words towards personalities, people really don't look at them in that fashion or try to understand them in that fashion, but they are out there. The definitions for those words, alpha male, alpha female, and beta male, beta female, those definitions are out there. You can Google them and you can find them to learn about them, but I'm going to give you my spin on alpha male, alpha female, and beta. So I just got done listening to a book called The Alpha Woman Meets Her Match. Um, Very good book. If you want to look it up, The Alpha Woman Meets Her Match. Excuse me. Talks about how a lot of women that are alphas in the workforce go out looking for relationships and go out just to date and go out and just do and do many things and search for some type of, you know, intimate relationship or just some type of situation. You know how people say, hey, I got a situation ship. So whatever they actually could be searching for. And what she's looking for in today's dating scene. Um, like I mentioned, the book that I was looking at is is uh, how today's strong women can find love and happiness without settling. It's called the Alpha Woman Meets Her Match by Sonia Rhodes with Suzanne Snyder, and it's read by Karen O'Brien. Now, this book is very interesting to listen to. I'm sure it's very interesting to read because it gives you a lot of information about how today's alpha woman stands out in society in her search for love and in her search for happiness. 
But what's said is that two alphas cannot be happy in a relationship together because two alphas want control. One person wanting control and another person wanting control is an appetite for disaster because nobody knows how to step down and let the other person take charge of the situation while they focus on something else. Um, an example of an alpha female would probably be Oprah Winfrey. For us to all think about, okay, who would we consider to be an alpha female? Oprah Winfrey would be a good example of an alpha female. Um, Oprah Winfrey has her own uh, network. Oprah Winfrey has her own book club. Oprah Winfrey had her own TV uh, TV show, daytime talk show. I believe it came on in the afternoon. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it came on in the afternoon. But Oprah built herself up without the help of a man. And she always talks to women and tells women that they can be whatever they want to be and they don't need a man to get them there. We all know Oprah Winfrey to be you know, for women and about women's rights and doing the right thing for women. She's always been bashed as someone who really doesn't care about men. I don't want to say she doesn't care about men because she does have a husband, but she's she's usually more for women's rights and for women being strong and empowering themselves, which is nothing wrong with that. And the way that she has got herself to be a billionaire and the way she stands out and takes charge of situations is the reason why that makes her an alpha female. And she possibly couldn't be with another alpha male because they would just battle against each other. And because her and that alpha male would just battle against each other, that would cause a rift in the relationship. Um, in no way, shape, or form am I bashing Oprah Winfrey or am I attacking Oprah Winfrey? Am I coming at Oprah Winfrey? Or am I trying to cause some type of conversation for people to bash Oprah Winfrey? I want to go ahead and put that out there before I continue on. Um, so let's give our understanding of what an alpha male is. Uh, alpha males are those at the top of the social status hierarchy. They have greater access to power, money, and mates which they gain through through physical powers, intimidation, and domination. <clears throat> Alpha males are typically described as the real men. In contrast, are the beta males, the weak, submissive, subordinate guys who are low status and only get access to mates once. Women decide to settle down or go searching for a nice guy. <clears throat> now, this comes from the greater good dot uh, berkeley dot edu. Now, basically, what this says is basically saying is that the alpha men are your sports play, your uh, NBA players, your NFL players, your actors. Excuse me, your, your top lawyers, your, your people that's making a lot of money. Relationships come easy for these guys. The sports jock in high school, the, the guy in high school, all the females chased after, you know, who had a lot of money, who had the best car, who had the nice shoes, you know, and he just didn't give in. He didn't show that he had a weakness for women. He just showed that he had 
a really strong amount of confidence that made women want to be with him and that made women want to be around him. This is the attitude and this is the persona of the alpha male. Now, the alpha, the beta male being more submissive, as it said, and being, you know, uh, more of a person who will be put in a friend zone. The, the guy who you see standing by the locker wishing and praying that he can go on to the dance with the prom queen. Um, the guy who you see um, watching watching the rap videos wishing that he was in the rap videos. You know, these would be considered the beta men. And as it said, the, the beta men is the men who women usually deal with when they decide that they'll start dealing with nice guys. Now, when you look a lot further into the alpha male and the beta male, it also brings up good guy and bad guy, why women chase bad guys, which is a legendary question. Why do good girls like bad guys? Is because what happens is that, I think I mentioned this in the relationship stuff, one-on-one boredom and fatigue theory, is that if you live in a jungle, you are less likely to deal with spider monkeys than you are to deal with gorillas because a gorilla can protect you. So the gorilla is an alpha male. The silverback, the big silverback gorilla, he's more attractive to female gorillas than said be a smaller gorilla because he looks like he can protect them, just like a lion. You know, like when another lion comes up, comes about and is trying to take over the pride, the bigger lion wins the women in that pride. Now, me not being a person to make <clears throat> this about <clears throat> men being at a certain point because they're getting a lot of women, I dislike talking like that because it makes it seem as though it makes it seem as though men are just building themselves up, you know, to gain a prize, which is a woman. Women are people. So, I mean, it's not much of you're gaining a prize as you're just trying to relate with another person. That's a different podcast, so I'm not going to go too far into that. So we're going to stick to the script. Whereas for with beta guys, women are less likely to deal with beta guys when they first start off dating or when they're out there trying to have fun and when they're out there trying to look for protection either financially or physically or mentally, you know, excuse me, not mentally. Now, when we get deep, we understand beta men are more likely to bring them mental, mental stability because the beta man is more likely to give into their feelings and more likely to, you know, hug them when they want to be hugged and cuddle with them when they want to be cuddled. And they're more likely to be submissive in an argument, being screamed at, yelled at, either verbally, you know, being verbally abused. The beta man is more likely to take the the verbal abuse as we're alpha. We're more likely to stand up and walk out and, you know, totally just not deal with the female anymore because he has access to so many other women. He wouldn't sit there and deal with a woman getting out of control. Now, when a lot of men hear alpha male, they would think to themselves, I want to be an alpha male. Because the alpha male seems to bring on this persona of what a great guy is in a guy's mind. You understand? Good at sports. 
have fast cars, dress nice, smells real good, got the, you know, the, the newest cologne that has come out, you know, uh, keeps himself, keeps himself together. He may get manicures, you know, he may get pedicures. He's just all, he's just always up into himself. He's really vain as well. You know, the alpha male is really vain. I don't want to say he's a narcissist, but he may be a narcissist, you know, because he's he's so into himself. Now, there's other personality traits that's out there um, from Omega to Sigma um, to Gamma. But we're not going to really get into those. I employ you guys to do your own research into those other personality traits. Now, when... When I like I just mentioned, when you see that and you see all of these different traits that these people are said to have, you understand that may make a guy who feel he's a beta guy feel bad about himself. Now, um, Ber- the Berkeley, uh, the Better Good dot goes on to say this distinction, which is also often based on observations amongst other social animals as I just mentioned, such as chimpanzees and wolves, paints a very black and white picture of masculinity. Not only does it greatly simplify the multi the excuse me dimensionality of masculinity and grossly underestimate excuse me what a man is capable of becoming, but it also doesn't even get at the heart of what is really attractive to women. Now, when you read the book that I mentioned earlier, that book really breaks down because what what is actually attracting the woman to the men and what is actually attractive to women. You understand? Now, when you hear about an alpha male, you hear about the perfect guy indirectly. That's what a lot of people, they're searching for perfection. They want perfection. And when you think about what a lot of women want, they want perfection. They want that perfect guy. They want the guy that they can brag about, you know, who they can post all up in their social status and, you know, uh, do their uh, uh, FaceTime and you know, Snapchat, Instagram photos, updates with this guy, just showing him off. This is the guy they want to show off. The guy they want to brag about is that perfect guy. The, the guy that just seems like he's bringing so much security and so much stability to their lives. But then something happens. You know, they start to realize that this guy is really not passionate the way they want him to be. Um... In the book, she went on to say the Fifty Shades of Grey book and the attitude of what a lot of women fell in love with when they went when they went bananas. They fell in love with the alpha male. Take charge and rough them up and, you know, snatch them and bring them into this world of of fantasy and great things to look forward to. This is what a lot of women actually a vision or a lot of women actually see as a life that they would actually love to have and they would actually love to be a part of. This is why the alpha male brings this um, type of 
immediate connection for them. Now, when they look into wanting passion and understanding and romance and different things of that nature, a lot of women, as we always been told, will try to change this man into being a beta male. But what's being said is that if his personality and his way of being is not that of a beta male, it's going to be really hard to change him. And that's why a lot of women will have trouble trying to change a really strong and confident guy because he is so confident and strong in his ways that he's not going to give in to what you want him to be. He's not going to give in to the way that you look at things and the way that you want things to go. He may suggest some things or may seem as though he's going to give in, but he may not. Now, you have also what's considered a half alpha, half beta male. Now, that would be somebody like, uh, like once again, when I, when I mention these stars or, or superstars, I'm not picking on them. I'm not looking to bash them. I'm not trying to start any you know, negative conversation or any negative indication about them or anything like that. I'm just using them for, so that we can relate in this conversation. Jay-Z would be considered someone that's an alpha beta male. Because when it comes to everything, like I said, that's presented, that's in a, that's presented to have attracted Beyonce to him, it was him being that alpha male. Now we see with him being a family man, a strong family man, and being there for his kids, loving his kids, holding his kids. He's always held kids. Jay-Z has always had a love for children. Um, I implore you to do a lot of research on him to see he's always had a really strong uh, heart and a really love, strong love for children. You know, um, as far as we, even him being really close to his nephews and really close to his niece, and I'm sure he's with, uh, close with other kids too, that's a beta male tree. You understand? And when you look at the alpha male understanding, the alpha male is not really into the kids like that. He sees the kids, he plays with the kids, but not as much. He's more into what has to be done and what do we have to do to get there. The beta male is, is more of what has to be done and could you help me find out how can we get there, which a lot of women start to get annoyed by because a lot of women want the men to lead. They want to be able to sit back and watch the man lead and do his work. Now, let's think about this. Once again, not bashing, excuse me, not looking for you guys to say anything negative or put anything negative out there. Michelle Obama and Barack Obama both are beta and alpha male. Female and beta, female and, uh, beta and alpha female, beta male and alpha male. And when you look at Barack Obama, you see everything that's the making of an alpha male. Everything, the way he carries himself, the way he handles his business, the way he does, did things, even though people didn't agree with how, how he did things. Like I said, we're not here for that. And you look at Michelle Obama. She has a buku amount of degrees. She keeps herself together. She speaks well. She carries herself in a different way. But both of them are also highly highly into their family and highly into taking care of their family, taking care of their daughters and making sure things are right for their daughters. They're also very compassionate about people. 
They love people and they try to do everything that they can to help the people who are doing the right things. So that makes them alpha beta. When you look at straight alpha male, you look at Donald Trump. You look at his wife, his wife would be considered a beta female. Beta females are females who take who don't take a lot of charge in, in the relationships and in situations. The beta female would more likely be on the side of the road, broke down because her tire is flat and she has all the things inside of the vehicle she can to change the tire, but she looks for an alpha male to come rescue her or someone to come rescue her out of her situation. Whereas many alpha women would more likely try to figure out what they have to do or they'll, they might just get down there and change the tire themselves. Now, does that mean that the alpha women are better than beta women? Does that mean that the alpha men are better than beta men? No, it does not. It does not mean that either one is better than the other. It means that when you look at it, there's some type of confusion and there's some type of frustration that goes along with dealing with these people. So who's the better fit for you? Who's better connected or who can you better connect with? That's what we start to get down to. So like I mentioned, when a lot of females are in high school, they're more likely they're more likely looking for alpha boys. The boys who stand out, the boys who are, are really popular, the boys who are really attractive, the boys who are maybe in the sports, so their muscles, they have muscles, and all these things are attractive to little girls. These are alpha boys. They're not looking for the guys who are like the nerds. Steve Urkel would be considered a mega, a mega beta boy. That's Steve Urkel. I mean, no females even paid him any attention. He really loved Laura. He wanted Laura. He thought about everything about Laura. Every his every moment, his every passion, his every desire was Laura. He chased Laura to the end of the road, and Laura always looked at. Alpha boys. She never looked at Steve who considered a beta. But when Laura wanted passion and when Laura wanted somebody to talk to her and when Laura wanted somebody to hug her and when Laura needed those words of encouragement, she always went to Steve. Now, when you think about it, you say to yourself, well, damn. So a woman needs a beta alpha male. And when you look at it, it sort of makes sense. So, yes, a man that takes charge, <clears throat> but also a man that'll rub my legs when I want him to. Also a man who would <clears throat> back out of his <clears throat> back out of his self and give in to me a lot more. Also a man who sees his vision and also is passionate about mine. So. These alpha males are said to be the greatest, but also said to be the most pain in the ass. We're going to say, say it like that. The beta males are said to be better than them in a romantic, you know, passionate type of way, but are said to be whack in other ways. So what do you, when it comes to understanding this as a whole, Things start to get really confusing. So with all of that said, 
Alpha Man, Greatest Man, Beta Man. <laughs> Can't even say much about Alpha Woman, Greatest Woman, Beta Woman, Greatest Woman. Those questions, and many like them, are what linger in the minds of a lot of people. So when we talked a lot about alpha men getting a lot of women and having a lot of women and maybe a lot of beta men hearing this conversation or conversations like it saying to themselves, well, I'm just going to be an alpha male. I'm just going to take charge and do this and do that. But in all actuality, in the end, it said that you win because when the woman is tired of dealing with such an arrogant man, they start to search for beta guys, as you heard from Berkeley.com. And I also heard that, and the alpha woman meets her match. Now, the alpha woman meeting her match means that the alpha woman met the beta guy. See, alpha and alpha, it, let, let me give you an example. If it's a blaze outside, woods on fire, <gasps> Smokey the Bear can't even do anything about it. Two alphas will walk out there, both with the hoses in their hands, and argue about who gonna put the fight out, fire out. Excuse me, because one of them want to be the one to take charge and want to be the one to get the. Yeah, the pat on the back and the atta boy, atta girls. So that's what we're talking about when we talk about two alpha people. However, you get an alpha and a beta out there. The alpha would say, hey, I'm going to put this fire out. Going to save these woods. Yes, you go ahead and do that. I'm going to hold the other end of the hose for you to make sure that the water continues to come through as you put that fire out. They work together. Nobody's trying to take charge. That person takes a step back to let that alpha person lead. But being a complete alpha is is what I'm saying and what you are going to look at when you, you research and when you check the research, being complete alpha eventually starts to make the beta Upset, Because nobody, no human on this planet wants somebody to consistently tell them what to do or wants somebody to consistently have this bravado and make them feel less of a person. Nobody wants that. So that's the reason why you go into why somebody would say half alpha, half, half beta. Because you're taking charge, but you're not trying to insult. So let's go back to our hypothetical story about the woods being on fire and the hose being held by the beta and the fire being put out by the alpha. Hey, you're right back there. All right. Listen to me. Just make sure you move a little bit more. Come up this way. If you need to, let me know if your arms get tired. I'll step back there and hold the hose a little bit for you and let you continue if you get tired. You know, I'll do that. But if you're not, I'll just consistently sit here and put this fire out until it's done. That's alpha beta. 
That's a person who likes to take charge, but who also understands that they have to be submissive sometimes. Now, when we look at alpha women being good for men and beta women being good for a man, what are we talking about there? You understand what I'm saying? The book doesn't really touch much on that. About who, you know, it says the alpha woman meets her match by understanding that the guy does have to have some alpha, some beta because they do want the guy to take charge in a lot of different situations. Like I said, financially, maybe intimacy, in many different situations, they do want the guy to go ahead and take charge and go ahead and be a man sometimes. They do want that. So they don't want a complete beta, 100% beta guy. Now, when you hear that, you say, Dang, I can't be myself. I can't be the relaxed, calm, passionate, cool comedian, make women laugh, you know, um, submit during sometimes during intimacy. I can't be that type of guy. You know, you're trying to tell me I don't, I can't be that. You can, but eventually what's being said here is going to get boring. And then the women are eventually going to look for the alpha male outside. That's going to lead to affairs and it's going to lead to cheating. Now this woman is out there trying to find what she thinks she lost in you. And that's bad. Now that goes into a different conversation. Who cheats more and who cheats less. That's a different talk. That's a different talk. We're not talking about that today. But when you look at alpha women, as I mentioned, like your Oprah Winfrey's straight alpha woman. Straight alpha. You understand what I'm saying? Um, Condoleezza Rice. I want to go as far as to say that. She seems like she's a straight alpha woman. Straight alpha. Meaning they have no. They have no want. Or desire to submit to you. Hey, honey, can you rub my back? Can't you rub your own back? Hey, honey, can we? Can I get a massage? Uh, I'll think about it. But can't you go to the massage shop or the massage parlor? I don't have time for that right now. I'm really into this project I got going on. Can't you stand up and be a man? Can't you do more? To be manly, you're a man, right? You can take care of a lot with a lot of what you want to take care of. And alpha women, they come off as very rude to men. They come off almost masculine to men. They're extremely intimidating to a lot of men because... You have a lot of men who, as we always say, are boys who still like to play around with women like they're girls. Even so to the point where a lot of people still call women girls. That's another conversation. So this immature way of looking at things, the boy wants the girl to submit to him. But when she's not, she becomes intimidated. And when you look at these women, they get more of this motherly look to them. Like a mother figure. You know, understand? Or like a or like an auntie or like a grandma. Alpha women start to look like that to men. And it makes them less attractive to men. And it makes the beta female more attractive because they're more submissive. 
we go into uh, occupations such as stripping or working at toots or hooters or something like that. These women to men would be seen as extreme betas. Women in videos, video vixens, whatever you want to call them. They're seen as extreme betas. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm not saying that because women are taking up stripping as an occupation and other occupations, what makes them seem less of a person makes them seem makes them beta women because some people would say, no, they're taking charge of their life. They're they're taking charge of what they want to do and how they want to do it. Yeah, granted, but they're still submitting to men's sexual desires and they're still being submissive for means of money. So that's why I say it puts off as them being beta, extreme beta women, because that's what a lot of men want anyway. They want women to be submissive. Now, I was doing some more research, and you can look this up. This is not me using the derogatory statement to try to, you know, uh, put some type of stings to this conversation. It's something called the Madonna Whore Complex is what they say a lot of men chase after. They want the woman to be the in the bedroom, and they want her to be the woman in the streets. That's what a lot of men want from women. They, that's exactly what they want. And the alpha woman does not bring that on. She doesn't bring that. She brings a woman in the bedroom and a woman in the streets. That's what she brings. And a lot of men don't want that. So that's why a lot of men would be less likely to consistently deal with a woman who is considered an alpha female. They would be less likely to deal with her outside of anything other than probably making her uh, an associate or some type of business partner. Okay, guys, I had a quick break here in between. Um, As I said in the advertisement, make sure you guys check out Anchor for your podcasting um, ventures. So let's continue on. I pulled up an article from scienceofpeople.com and it says the alpha female nine ways you can tell who is an alpha woman. Now, the the table of contents, we're just going to read the table of contents. If you guys want to look up this for yourself, you can and you can read it. It's a really long article. You can uh, look this up for yourself. But we're just going to read the table of contents of what they're saying an alpha female is. She's one that offers fearless leadership. She possesses high emotional intelligence. She is an assessive learner. She is strong. They are sought out. They are highly ambitious. They love their mamas and daddies. They cultivate harmony. They have exceptional confidence. These are said to be alpha women. That's what alpha women are. Now,
I'm going to take a step back. That was scienceofpeople.com. I'm going to open up psychology today. And psychology today explains the beta as let's let me get there guys betas have less of a need for control and they may have less interest in leadership possession than the alpha would in a group of women the alpha is one who exerts power and influence through her ability to take charge of the conversation while the beta will tend to listen and support in the extremes of both an alpha may be too confrontational, a beta may be too passive. Fortunately, people are malleable, as you will see, and you, and you can modify some of your behavior for the better balance. That's from psychologytoday.com. Um, the name of the article is Alpha Woman, Beta Woman, if you guys want to look that up. So, guys, we're coming down to the end of it. Um, I hope this conversation was one that enlightened you, was one you found informative, was one that helped you in some way in your search for the perfect mate in your eyes um, and in your search for some type of clarity when it comes to dating and relating. A little bit more about the beta woman. The beta woman is also could be seen as the... Um, um, housewife who sits home and deals with the children and make sure that the children have everything that they need. Also, the housewife that submits a lot to her husband and gives into a lot of his wants and needs as well. Or, you know, the housewoman can also be a strong beta who, you know, actually talks back and actually, you know, sets some things straight with her husband when he does get out of control. Um, so, I mean, I'm pretty sure this conversation it's definitely going to tick some people off. It's going to make some people angry. Um, so if you got any comments or any questions you want to leave, you can follow Relationship Stuff 101 on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or you can follow us on Instagram and leave your comments in any of those sections. Or you can, you know, become a subscriber on YouTube and leave your comments there in any, you know, any of the uh the upcoming videos or any video I have already just to try to make sure that your comments are heard and that your, you know, um, dislike or discomfort is heard so that it can be addressed correctly and uh, promptly. Um, but to my understanding and to what I have to say about this, because I, I went and I did this podcast because it was really interesting to me to see what I saw about alpha male, beta male, alpha female, and beta female because as confusing as it is, which it, I'm sure I don't know if you've been confused or have gotten confused or are you all confused now, I apologize, but this could be very confusing because it says that women want an alpha male, but they want a beta male too. So basically they want an alpha beta. Men want a beta female, and a lot of men don't even look into a desire of an alpha female or even entertaining the thought of having an alpha female. But women empowerment groups, and, and, me, and me, I'm in agreement that women should step up, that women should talk and speak up for themselves 
and and women should you know uh have every desire to be and to accomplish and to attack everything that they want to do so should in my eyes a woman be an alpha beta yes when you're looking at it in this aspect of what we're talking about but looking at it in the aspect of people getting along and and walking their journey and walking this path together you have to have a balance there has to be a balance of personalities and there has to be a balance of who you are if you are unable to balance yourself you might have to seek intervention that's another conversation about mental health you may have to seek intervention if you cannot find this balance because a lot of people they struggle with mental mental issues and they don't know that they can't find that balance that's the reason why they run into so many so much trouble so make sure you go out there you try to find your balance make sure you guys want the same thing check out the relationship stuff one-on-one boredom and fatigue theory with more about you know how to stay together how to be together how to come together and make sure you guys also check out the five love languages i'm going to refer you to a lot of the other podcasts so that it doesn't seem as though i'm just repeating myself to you guys so with going ahead and closing out if you guys have any questions or you want you know me to extend this a little more do a part two let me know by following those social media handles. And I'm going to go ahead and close out with saying, with my understanding, compared with your understanding, we can create a great understanding. This has been Relationship Stuff 101's podcast. Here on this happy September 1st, 2020, I'm your host, Shahir Henderson. Y'all have a great rest of y'all summer, a great fall. And if you're listening to this in any other season, enjoy that one as well. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and I'm out of here. Peace.